Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 And it is Monday here on the show, and you know what that means. We have a very busy weekend to talk about, and a busy week upcoming to talk about. We have Monday Night Raw tonight. We have everyone's favorite show, NXT, coming up tomorrow. AW is in Portland, Oregon on Wednesday, which is too bad, because I'm actually heading to Oregon on Friday. But uh, I don't think I'm going to be going to this show. It's a, it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive there and back. But it looks like a fun show. We'll tell you about that. And then uh, we've got uh, lineups for Wrestle Kingdom 18, which is coming up on January 4th. The New Japan Lone Star Shootout, which is coming up this Friday, November 10th. You'll be able to watch it on Fight TV. And then, of course, we had a lot of stuff that happened this weekend, including the SmackDown show, which I don't think we're talking a lot about SmackDown. Lame Duck show. It really just was final build to Crown Jewel, which was on Saturday. We have all of the results of Crown Jewel. Hey, listen, if you like WWE-style wrestling, I mean, there was nothing bad on the show. If you are looking for more than that, well, actually, yeah, Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins. That was actually a pretty great match. But uh, it was your usual WWE-Saudi pay-per-view. Really not a lot happened, which uh, I was begging for something to happen. So we'll find out if they switch things up on Raw tonight or if we just have to wait until the Royal Rumble. We have Cody Rhodes talking about a dream match he was offered in AEW. Update on Julia. There have been a lot of rumors about Julia. We'll tell you what we know about her. And the collision results from Saturday night as well. So a lot to get into. Mike Sembervivi joins us after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes choice of TBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now. At 800-378-3508, 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it, and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I got the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And it is a Monday here, and every Monday, Observer Live is free on YouTube. So uh, if you're not watching today, if you're listening to this podcast, next Monday, head up there, video.f4wonline.com. You can watch the show free at uh, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, and uh, maybe we'll do some questions later. We will see. But we got a lot of news to talk about, including three shows coming up over the next couple of days. We have got Raw 
NXT and AEW in Portland, Oregon. And Raw tonight has got the Intercontinental Championship number one contenders match. Ricochet versus Miz versus Bronson Reed versus Ivar. So Miz is, uh, hey, where are you, Mike? What channel are you on? Clearly not that one. There you are. All right. right. Anyway, we've got uh, the number one contenders match. Ricochet, Miz, Bronson Reed, and Ivar. And then we've also got Shinsuke Nakamura. He's been looking for a challenge. And the man who's accepted the challenge today is Akira Tozawa. I don't think that's going to go all too well for Tazawa. But that is the Raw show. That's all we know as of right now for Raw. And then we have got the NXT show coming up on Tuesday. Noam Dar against Tazawa. So Tazawa is going from being killed tonight to uh, facing Noam Dar for the Heritage Cup tomorrow. And hey, who knows? Maybe Tazawa is going to beat Nakamura. Lyra! We'll make her return to the show, her first show back since winning the title from Becky. She was not on the show last week. It was night two of Halloween Havoc. We've got an Iron Survivor Challenge qualifying match. They're doing a uh, men's and women's, uh, this Iron Survivor Challenge. Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley is tonight, after that match could not take place last week, or tomorrow night. And then for the men, it is Jack versus Tyler Bate. Now, this Iron Survivor Challenge... I mean, listen, I could find the rules if I wanted to, but uh, the point is, off the top of my head, I couldn't even begin to tell you the three pages worth of rules for the Iron Survivor Challenge. This is in the words of uh, of Tony Schiavone. It's really quite simple. Or maybe it was Mike Tanay said that. Mike it's Tanay. really quite simple. And then they had like three pages worth of words. So anyway, forget it. All you need to know is last year, because I am a fair man, Whatever you want to say about me. Last year, I saw this three pages of rules. I ridiculed it. I buried it. I said it was stupid. I said it was too complicated. And then they did the show, and both matches were great. Truth. Well, they were so, very good. They were really good. And I think we'll probably have a far higher caliber of talent this year as compared to uh, last year when they were coming off being NXT uh, 2.0. So anyway, those uh, and Mick Foley on his Instagram announced all of the women for the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. So if you want to go up, you can uh, you can check that out. Is he looking like Santa Claus yet? I mean, he looks like Santa Claus year round. Well, actually, well. then we have got a Portland, Oregon's AEW show on Wednesday. You are really stressing the Portland, Oregon part of this. Why? I, I wasn't. Get, it's in Portland, Oregon. You've I mean, said it, it like it should do all right. A lot of local bias there. Apparently, you're showing Portland, Oregon's or, AEW Oregon is not place. anywhere near where I'm at. I know you East Coasters think that I live in Oregon, mm. but I don't. I live in Washington. I live way up in Washington, by you the way. You don't rep Billy Jack Ames. Three and a half hours if I wanted to drive from here to Portland, Oregon. You only go there for vacation. Well, yeah, because I'm going to be there for days, and I have a place to stay. I'm not going to. I'm not just going to drive down and back. That's hard. Plus, I have to come back and do a show with Dave. Well, yeah, yeah, it's understandable. We've got MJF versus Daniel Garcia for the AW title. Samoa Joe versus Keith Lee for the Ring of Honor TV title. Jay White versus Mark Briscoe. Ooh. We've got Swerve Strickland versus Penta. 
and Red Velvet versus Julia Hart. You know who better you know who better show up on this show Wednesday? This hangman. Is it the police? Where the rest- is this guy? Where is I mean, there really needs to be better explanation about all of this. Why is Prince Nana and Swerve Strickland, why are they around and allowed to run wild? I want to know, honestly, seriously here, because you had to have, uh, what's his name from uh, Alex Abrahantes, had to come to the defense of Hangman Page. I got a question. If he loves his family so much, why was there no baby monitor in the crib? And why was nobody at the house to hear the baby monitor as Swerve was cutting this promo? Again, there was way too Brother, much Brother, that's nonsense. the least of our problems. That's, that's the, the least? least of our... Yeah, the least of our problems is after the guy did it, Hangman apparently has been getting an oil change, shopping at Target, uh, eating at Applebee's. Like, whatever the guy's doing, what he's not doing is going to the shows. I'm not and saying on, he should have hold on Cain Velasquez here, but he should be doing Saturday, something, something. On Saturday, on Saturday, this, this swerve wrestled in the opener, and the obvious question is, why did Hangman not show up and kill this guy? And you know what? Yeah. These these hardcore AEW defenders responded to me. They go, well, he was in the building. Why not? Exactly. That's a, not a defense. Why wasn't he in the building? This guy got his house broken into, mm-hmm. and the guy was in the house apparently with his sleeping wife, mm-hmm. and we know the sleeping baby because the guy cut mm-hmm. a promo on the baby and dropped a, a shirt into the thing. Well, so, well, you know, I, I, I go beat his ass, wife, but uh, I'm not booked for the show. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I'll right. hang out here. Next time I'm booked, though, man, I'll get him. Come on. Let me tell you, for old TK there, I know he he watched the WCW, loves the Lethal Lottery and the like, and likes having people around from the era of Tony Schiavone and Dusty Rhodes being booked and booking Jim Crockett promotions. Remember some of the things that they would do with just a camera, gorilla that somebody would do and they would tie it into the show somehow why is this being shown because jj dylan put the money up that's some of those things are a lot simpler and the fact that hangman page could be doing something to this man and should be doing something to this man and we should see him trying to get some revenge on this psychopath who just apparently goes house to house when he feels like it and commits felonies well you you want to know why you want to know why he does that mike because there's no consequences. Yeah. And, he he went to Nick Wayne's house. He assaulted him. He accosted him with a picture of Buddy Wayne, bloodied him up, Brian, and there were no consequences. Therefore, well, he thought, the well, you know, I'm going to break into the hangman's house, yeah, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to talk to his child, and uh, there were no consequences. Not even hangman. Is, hangman didn't pro- even get mad. But you had to come up with that, and that makes sense. How about Nick Wayne got mad. explained on the air. You know what? When you're on AEW property... You never know what could happen, and we take, you know, I don't know. There's got to be a better explanation to try to weave this into reality when you do other things based in reality on the show and play off of reality. You have something that's so over the top that's just, again, it's just doing the small little detail work to try to make it, even if it's completely ridiculous, everything in professional wrestling is completely ridiculous. You have to do a better job sewing up the loose ends around this story it's crazy to me it really is from a guy who came on tv for a real life situation with cm punk that i'm sure a lot of his audience actually i'm sure some people didn't know about it i'm sure a lot of them did most of them probably did but i was scared for my life because something happened here 
And then you have just Swerve running around again in storyline, committing felony after felony and nothing happens. And they just move on to something else or people don't feel they're not looking. There's not even a camera shot of people looking at Swerve and Nana like you even showed up here tonight. Like we can't do anything about it because we'll get sued or something, but like or get fired. But like you sh- you're disgusting, like something to, to play more into it. And again, Hangman Page loses a lot in this as a father who is not losing his ever-loving mind trying to get revenge on this bastard for breaking into his house. All right, we also got Red Velvet and Julia Hart. Red Velvet's first match in a year. She will come back and be destroyed by Julia Hart, I presume, here. I'd bring her back to win, but not Julia Hart. She should not be beating Julia Hart. But uh, that's the show for Wednesday. We'll talk about New Japan after the break. Observer Live. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. 
That's 800-278-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Will Ospreay and Shooter this weekend. 40 minutes. Match was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I would say that it was the match of the year. A lot of people said it was their match of the year. I don't know if I would say that. Of course, I don't know what I would say the match of the year was. But, uh, I mean, hey, listen, it was a great match. It was a great match. It was awesome. And, uh, of course, Will Ospreay won. And then uh, afterwards, old John Moxley's out there. And Ospreay challenges him to get into the ring. And they have this stare down. They're going to set up a match at the Tokyo Dome. And uh, everyone's all buzzing, and they're getting all excited about what's going on. And then all of a sudden, they are both attacked by David Finley and his shillelagh. And he lays them both out. And behind him is Ghetto with a sledgehammer. A big, giant, black sledgehammer. Much like the one that The Fiend used in that Hell in a Cell match. Well. It was. Not that big. No, it was. Not that big. Yes, it was as big as that. It just didn't have polka dots on it. Black is slimming, Mike. It was just as big. (laughs) Fair enough. And he took that black sledgehammer and he destroyed both of the title belts. And so at the Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom 18, January 4th, it will be Will Ospreay, John Moxley, and David Finley for some new belt. Uh, is the Intercontinental title returning? Oh, is it going to be the All-Pacific title? No. I don't what are they going to call it? I don't know, but it is a three-way. And with, uh, obviously, John Moxley uh, heading to, uh, well, he's in AW, and Will Ospreay. Heading who knows where, probably in February. Well, probably David Finley is going to end up winning that match. And then, of course, the question is, well, where is uh, where is Will Ospreay going? And the answer currently is that we don't know. But he has made it abundantly clear he's looking to make a million dollars or more for this next contract. Mm. And that, uh, you know, not a lot of options there. WWE. Or AEW. And I realize that there there is, uh, you can look at the chat and online and everything like that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that they still don't want to hear anything about WWE. But the fact of the matter is, do not think for one second that WWE is out of the question here. WWE is very much in the running. AEW is, is in the running. And, uh... You know, things have changed in wrestling. And, you know, a lot of people are no longer looking at WWE as, why would anyone ever go there? This is, this the, 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 uh, the what would the word be? Uh, the reputation of WWE over the last year has very much changed with a lot of people. The optics have changed. The optics have changed with a lot of people. 
I mean, it's it's already going here in the chat. Will Ospreay will never go to WWE. WWE, worst wrestling experience. I mean, you guys can think whatever you want, okay? But I'm just telling you right now that maybe you should at least think that this is a possibility so that perhaps you will not be disappointed. Well, I'll pluck Convoy's comment out of there just because it'll drive him nuts that I'm, I'm tell, you know, talking about him on the show. But he says he's not just about the money. And I would say this about Will Ospreay and Julia if ultimately both of them wind up in WWE, and I don't know that Osprey would. I still think Osprey is a better fit for AEW, but let's just pretend he signs there. It's not just about the money. It's not just about the money for a Julio who would probably have to do what Dragon Lee did and go to NXT first, figure out exactly where you're at there. Osprey probably, in fact, absolutely would not have to do that. He would go to the main roster like AJ Styles did when he got there. And I think... For a guy like Osprey, it's not just about the money. It is about the art, too. But I believe he could be convinced, and I believe that he could convince himself that he could do that artwork in WWE and have maybe not the length of the matches that he has, but the intensity of them, you know, and with the WWE background, you know, and what they can do, whether you like it or not, to blow something up into a major deal. Sure, he looks at Cody or Roman and goes, I can hang with those guys or I'm better than those guys. Why not take this shot if I'm going to be moving to America anyway? And I'm willing to do that now. And he, look, it makes a lot of sense, and I think in both of those cases, I don't think it is just going to be about the money because he's going to get money from whoever it is. You know, It's just a matter of, again, where he feels comfortable and who's got the better job of selling those folks on why you should sign with us as opposed to the other. Well, I think that the, the thing that everyone also needs to look at is there was a, there was a point where Dragon Lee had to make a decision. And you're going to tell me that Dragon Lee does not care about going in there and, and having the best matches possible? And, you know, everyone was like, don't go to WWE. Don't go to NXT. Go to AEW. And he made the decision that he was going to go to NXT because he believed that if I go to NXT, I'll be here for a year, and then I'm going to be up on the main roster. I'm going to make main roster money. And I can I can be a star there. And, you know, I heard it. He'll never be a star on the main roster. He'll never get out of NXT, the whole nine yards. Well, he is now on the main roster with a main roster contract. And, you know, there were a lot of comparisons. You know, who's gonna end up who's gonna end up doing better? Bandito going to AEW or Dragon Lee going to NXT? Everybody, everybody said that Bandito was gonna do better going to AEW. And here we are, and uh, quite frankly, Dragon Lee is doing significantly better having gone to WWE than Bandito is doing having gone to AEW. Now, that's one—that's two guys, okay? Well, and there's an asterisk that needs to be put on that with Bandito because he has been injured. There are visa issues, I believe. There are other things that at play there, but take some of the he other— He has been, but he but was there before the all that happened. Then. But that's and the thing is, if you take anybody else who is from Mexico on the AEW roster, I mean, it could apply there. Even though it's Bandito, like put up where Dragon Lee is right now and how they're positioning him again, and that could all get blown up rather quickly. But for right now, where he's at in comparison to some of these other guys, you know, uh, to me, it's no question. We'll see what happens with Andrade and Roosh um, because they're the 
you know, they're they're great players, but for as far as the commanders go and folks like that, I mean, there's no question who's in a better position. So we've got uh, Danielson also will be facing. So he got his surgery, and uh, the question is, will he be ready for the Tokyo Dome? And presumably he figures he will be ready for the Tokyo Dome because him and Okada is now official for the show. And he did a video challenging Okada. He had this big thing over his eye. And uh, basically he cut a promo saying, you know, I'm going to go to the Tokyo Dome. I'm going to break your right arm so you'll never be able to do that Rainmaker again. Kind of like how Solo was going to thumb John Cena so he could never talk again. And then he thumbed him and then he talked the next week on TV. But anyway, he's vowed to break his arm. And apparently they were going to do an angle at the show. But because of the broken orbital bone, Brian Danielson could not fly. And so he did the video call out and Okada accepted and so that is official for the show. We've got Sonata and Naito for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. We've got Hiromu versus El Desperado for the junior title. And we have Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney against TJP and Francesco Akira. That is the current lineup, five matches, for the one-night Tokyo Dome. They've dropped it back to one night after a couple of years of, of two nights. So that's the Did show. Did you say Francesco Akira or Francisco Akira? It's like San Francisco. Yes. That's how you pronounce it, Mike. Don't question me. So that's the uh, that's that. Did you see any of the other uh, matches from the uh, show this weekend? Aside no, not yet. I'm going to be recording with Adam tomorrow, brand new Adam and Mike Big Audio Nightmare. So I'm going to watch the rest of the show and then also watch the Katsuhika Nakajima match where he won the Triple Crown. They've already announced for... December 31st, he'll be facing off against Kento Miyahara in, depending on how you look at the match of the year, whether you include the very end of the year on 2024 or it's 2023, it's probably going to be a contender up there with all those Will Ospreay matches from this year. I got to watch this uh, this John Moxley versus Great Okan match. Oh, I did see. Did you? I did see a how lot. How was it? Because <laughs> here's you know, the thing. I said going in, I was like, I think this match is going to be good because, like, the great Okan, when he just, like, wrestles, like he does shoot-style, MMA-style, grappling-style, amateur wrestling-style, that's when he's at his best. And, like, Moxley's <laughs> a huge fan of doing that sort of thing. So then it turns out they do falls count anywhere. It was, it was a, it, and it was a big, fat, fun mess, but it was a mess. I would have rather have seen a little bit more in the ring and, and, and better balance to it, but they played it for spectacle. Moxley cut off. The Great Ocon's tail, uh, what? or one of one of the braids, yeah. So I don't know. Moxley should maybe wear that around his neck on Wednesday, but yeah. So I don't know if everything is all finished between the United Empire faction and and the BCC quite yet. All right, I got to watch this tonight. <laughs> I must. And then also we've got the Lone Star Shootout on Friday on Fight Shingo versus Trent Beretta for the Never Openweight Title. Mayu Iwatani defends the women's title against Stephanie. Vacure, vacure, golly, vacure! I can't pronounce these French words. <laughs> I'm a Mexican. Yes. We got Zack Saber Jr. against Mike Bailey for the World TV title. Moxley and Wheeler versus David Finley and Kenta. It's gonna be a bad mm. night for old Wheeler. And uh, Mystico and TJP and plenty more. Filthy Tom's on the show. 
And he's going to be on this show in a little over an hour. Only for subscribers. WrestlingObserver.com and video.f4wonline.com. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Coca-Cola is making everyday game day at Burger King. For a limited time, get a $30 Coke Zero Sugar Bundle on the Burger King app. The Coke Zero Sugar Bundle lets you enjoy two Whopper sandwiches, two original chicken sandwiches, 16-piece chicken nuggets, two small fries, and two small fountain drinks. Whether you're tailgating or big screening, have it your way with a bundle big enough to feed the whole family. The Coke Zero Sugar Bundle is your ticket to memorable game day fun. It's a winning play. So go to your local Burger King restaurant and satisfy your hunger for the big game. The $30 Coke Zero Sugar Bundle is available now through November 30th at participating Burger King restaurants. And while you're in the BK app, test your skills and play Sip, Throw, and Score to get cool Burger King perks every day. See offer terms at bk.com forward slash terms. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And uh, we got to talk about some shows here and more. We more had the shows? We had a Crown Jewel show. And, uh, you know, they go to Saudi Arabia and, like, every time, it's like, man, maybe something big's going to happen in Saudi Arabia. 
And even though it's like a big show for them now, which you know because it was over three and a half hours, like not, nothing happened. And and I guess I guess the, we had the return of Kyrie, but you know we didn't have Drew McIntyre winning the title. Obviously, I mean there was no chance that Roman Reigns was going to lose the title, but we didn't have a cash in. I mean the biggest angle was that Sami Zayn stole the briefcase, and the thing with this show is that you know the. The way that Triple H books these shows now is like he doesn't book bad matches. Like everyone is allowed to go out there. They have a little bit more freedom in terms of what they can do. And like there was there was nothing on the show that was bad. But there was there was only one great match, which was the uh Drew McIntyre Seth Rollins match. That match was great. And other than that, it was like, you know, good match, pretty good match. Good match. Actually, the Logan Paul match was really good. Uh, and it was just like that up and down the show. And there were a lot of run-ins, which uh, unfortunately happens now in every company. I mean, we have the same thing in AEW. I'm sure it's the same thing in Impact. We have the same thing in New Japan. And, uh, you know, I my my talking point of the last several months, because there have been so many run-ins, is... There's nothing inherently wrong with a run-in finish if it is a pivotal part of a ongoing storyline, okay? A good example of that would be, you know, when they did that uh, Bianca Belair, EO Sky match. Well, you know, Bailey was out there, and uh, Bianca goes to put Bailey through a table, and she ends up getting attacked from behind by Kyrie. Kyrie saying his return. Kyrie throws Bianca into the post. Bianca gets into the ring. She immediately gets hit with a moonsault, and she gets pinned. And then Kyrie and Io double-team Bianca. And outside of the ring is Bailey, and she's stunned. And she doesn't know what to do. Because for months, they have been teasing a breakup between Bailey and Io Sky. And Bailey is, in fact, the one that ran Kyrie out of WWE. So this all actually makes sense in this long, ongoing storyline, okay? Fine. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. But when you've got a uh, a match with the Judgment Day, and it's the same thing. So-and-so runs in. So-and-so distracts the ref. So-and-so runs in. I mean, th- there was no storyline reason for it other than we do it in every last single match. Now, if you'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt, because we are building towards Cody's crew versus uh, the Judgment Day in War Games at Survivor Series, fine. But, I mean, it's every single show. And then, of course, it was the exact same thing in the main event with L.A. Knight. Everybody interfered. Everybody ran in. I'm sure it's going to lead to L.A. Knight beating Jimmy at Survivor Series so he can get a big win over somebody in the bloodline. But it's just... Up and down the show, it's one after another after another. Now, I mean, if there's one positive compared to the past, at least... Dom, we can hear you, brother. There we go. He better not have been complaining about me. So anyway, uh, the one good thing compared to the past is that uh, we used to have all this interference in crappy matches. At least now we have all this interference in good matches. But uh, the quick results, in case you missed it, Seth Rollins beat Drew McIntyre. 
The storyline here is that the uh, Judgment Day has been trying to recruit Drew. He has turned them down every single time. So after he lost again, Rhea showed up and, sorry, brother, should have thought about it. So he was very sad. Rhea Ripley, of course, won the five-way, which I don't think was in doubt at all. And then, you know, speaking of interference and no interference, hey, something happened on the show. Solo Sokoa beat John Cena clean in the middle of the ring with no interference. Nobody showed up. Nobody distracted. They went back and forth, and Solo Sokoa thumbed him 11 times and pinned him. And they played it up like this might be the last time that you ever see this John Cena. And it was very much like uh, Hobbs and Jericho as far as like putting a guy over. There was no mistaking here. This was not a fake put a guy over. This was he put this guy over. Solo is the better man. And John Cena needs to go back to acting or something. Which, in fact, is what he's going to do. Logan Paul beat Rey Mysterio for the U.S. title when he used brass knucks over his titanium fist. I don't know why he needed both. But he's a new U.S. champion. It's a good match. In fact, I think it might have been the second best match on the show as I look back here. But uh, Logan saved his life at least once. And uh, it was not like those, you know, choreographed celebrity matches. Logan is now having to go out there and work WWE-style matches. And he did fine. It was a good match. Io Sky and Bianca we talked about. Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest. Uh, so they kind of had a back-to-back thing here where Cody and Damian had all of the heels interfering but then Cody you know like a house of torture he thwarted all of them and he won well coming up next was Roman Reigns and LA Knight same deal we're going to do a bunch of interference but we want you to believe that hey despite this interference LA Knight might be able to overcome it and win well of course he did not Uh, He got distracted, he got speared through the barricade, he got put in the ring and speared in the middle and pinned. And uh, Roman Reigns retains the title and now is uh, on vacation again, because that's what he does. (laughs) Not going to be a Survivor Series. Nope. Which means it will not be the Bloodline versus the Judgment Day in War Games. It is Cody's crew, which should be their name, by the way. He should change his name to Cody with a K. They could be Cody's crew, you know, with two Ks. No. that's how they do things in wrestling. No, why could it just be Cody's crew of the two C's? Could be the two C's. And then you put them like this, like some sort of logo or something? Yes. Anyway, whatever. I thought the show was, uh, you know, it was too long. And, man, poor Collision. I mean, if anybody watched this show, I can't imagine you also watch Collision. It's just too much wrestling for one day. On a Saturday! Oh, well. No, it was. And then the New Japan show on top of that? Things suffered this weekend, I would say. Did you suffer this weekend? Sounds like you did a little bit. I suffered watching all this wrestling and then staying up till 3 a.m. with Dave. Yeah, I suffered. Paid for it the next day, too. It was rough. When it comes to nothing happening on this show, overall, yeah, Carrie came back and there were other things that happened, but for the most part, good. You've given Saudi Arabia the world's greatest Royal Rumble or whatever you called it. You're already giving them a show. To me, there's no reason to give them any more. You're getting paid a whole lot. This is essentially a sold show on steroids. You know, that's what this show is. So unless you're getting the screws put to you that you have got to give us more on these shows, I wouldn't do that because you know there's 
even though you're not going to bring it up, you know there's people not watching that show. They're, they're at this point quietly not watching this show. You don't see the protests online as much anymore or things like that, but there are people not watching. Why do any more to me booking-wise on this show than you have to, especially as you're leading into Royal Rumble anyway, and especially when the TV ratings, especially right now, actually matter? So I'm actually all for that. You can give them stars. You gave them good action. You gave them all that stuff. You know, you do it twice a year now for them. To me, I wouldn't do any more than what they did. I actually, kudos to that if that's something they're intentionally going about doing. Well, then we had the collision show with uh, Swerve and Air Fox, which Swerve won. And then uh, they had a bunch of dudes run in to set up the main event, which we shall get to, this collision main event right here. I do not have high hopes for that. MJF and Daniel Garcia did promos. They're having a title match on Wednesday. Which means, everyone, yes, it could be Daniel Garcia versus Jay White. Will not be. Kip Sabian cut a promo. They're now the Sex Stallions. Kip Sabian and the Workhorse Men. That's their new name. We had Roddy and the Kingdom come down to the ring, and then Trent and, uh, or Taven and Bennett beat two blokes. And then Roddy got in the ring, hit that jumping knee, and then collapsed. They had to load him back into his wheelchair again. And it's one of those things where you know that they had something that they were going to do starting in September or whatever for, uh, you know, Roddy, Kingdom, Cole, MJF. Well, Cole got hurt. And so now, apparently, we just have to extend this ha-ha out nine months. (sighs) And uh, I don't know, man. Uh, well, I won't say what, uh, never mind. I'll, I just wish they would change course here with all of this. When they actually wrestled, Taven and Ben are pretty good, but they have been absolute and utter clowns the entire time, and Roderick Strong. I'm all for them showing personality now, but it needs to be a lot better balanced because it's not as good as they think it is. I don't like to do, ah, I'm not going to bother. I, Darby I, Allen and Lance Archer, uh, they had a good match. Darby beat him with the middle rope code red. And then uh, Jake sent out Vincent and Dutch to beat up Darby. And so, yes, next week on the show, it is uh, Vincent, Dutch, and uh, and Lance Archer. That could have had more impact. Against Darby, Sting, and uh, and Adam. Should have had more impact. And I don't want to get mad about it, but, man, of all the people to stick up for Hangman Page's baby... Yeah. It's not the baby's father. No. It's Alex Ab- Abrahantes. Yeah. He is disgusted yeah. with what happened. Yeah. So he's sending Penta to yeah. take out Swerve on Wednesday. His good friends, the Young Bucks. Maybe he's the godfather of Hangman's kid. Is that possible? Possible. Possible. You never know. But, you know, the Young Bucks seem to be upset with Kenny because he wasn't be- there for his friends, even though they made it all about themselves and never referred to Hangman Page or his family, or the situation in that promo. So why is Alex doing that on behalf of asking for a match? To me, he should be one of those guys that's just disgusted about it and should not have been Hangman Page's mouthpiece to get to this match. So we had the acclaimed out for the 69-day celebration. You know what's funny? is is uh, I, I certainly cannot say that this is good. And... Uh, you know, I, I I heard from a lot of people, AEW fans, actually from like hardcore AEW fans. Leonard, for example, absolutely hated this segment. Uh, to WWE and for him. I, I will say this: 
before I watched this, I watched the Miz's segment on <laughs> Crown Jewel. And so I watched the Sick Night Day Celebration, and it didn't bother me that much. Not so bad. It went way so too damn long. Mm-hmm. Like, it went on forever. And then Dalton Castle and the boys come out. And I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll set up a match for next week or whatever. But, like, they did an angle and then did the match immediately. And I was like, is this an hour long? <laughs> and then, luckily, that match was quick. Dalton and the boys lost. And, uh, hey, you know, I don't know, man. Then we had uh, this. Of all Brian, the things, of Brian, all the storylines to do every single week without exception, Andrade is on this show every week being asked about CJ. <laughs> every week he says the same thing. I'm not interested. But they ask him every week. So he's going to answer face-to-face next week. Hey, the acclaimed stuff that they did with the boys and all that, on a sh- when you're hot and everything's humming, a segment like that isn't so bad. You say it's a little long. When things aren't humming, then it you, you, you tend to look down on it a little more, and that's the problem right now. We had Mark Briscoe, a naturally limitless beat, Kip Sabian, the work horseman. That was good. They announced Mark and Jay White on Wednesday. That should be an excellent match. Yeah. Willow Nightingale beat Emmy Sakura. Ugh. They set up Keith Lee versus Samoa Joe for Wednesday. That should be awesome. And then the main event was Big Bill, Ricky Starks, and the Gates of Agony versus FTR and LFI. It was all about Roosh. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? computer crashed then you need an arw home warranty home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year with an a-plus bbb rating and a top-rated home warranty company on consumer affairs and trust pilot arw home provides superior service featuring the industry's lowest service call fee ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008-800-211-6008-800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also from WrestlingObserver.com. So, yeah, main event was uh, Big Bill, Ricky, and the Gates of Agony versus FTR and LFI. And now uh, the whole match was about pushing Roosh. We got the win with the drop kick in the corner. And uh, presumably got something big planned for this guy. And then the House of Black cut a promo on FTR and ended up in the ring behind him. Claudio and Wheeler ran down to make the save. And uh, exactly where this is going, I could not even begin to tell you. It appears that uh, House of Black is feuding with everybody. And uh, I guess we'll probably have a multi-man match coming out of this. Right? How many matches has Brody King had, period, of any kind since they've been signed there? Uh, not a lot. It's just... You tell you, you watch the shows and you go, there's talent all over. And Buddy's sitting in the crowd and Malachi. Well, he's also been injured since. uh, That's true. And that's one of Malachi's issues, too. But Roosh and Andrade, and I know there's been issues with everybody. But, man, it's not like they don't have the talent there. It's just about putting together the right combinations and, and booking them correctly. You know, for every move forward with swerve you know you have a a questionable circumstance but he's so over and i think he and page will be so over that it's going to cover for a lot of that stuff but again up and down the card again it seems like they're really in a mess right now trying to find their way and trying to make things click again we talked about with mjf look how look how thinly spread he is portraying five different characters on a show when there was really only one that had got him over in the first place well, we are out of time. We're going to be back in an hour. Video.f4wonline.com, only for subscribers. That's our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell button so you always know when the free shows are going to be. But uh, that's Filthy and I in an hour. And uh, that'll be up for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com as well. And then later tonight, Wrestling Observer Radio, myself and Dave Meltzer. Also, for subscribers at WrestlingObserver.com, Video.f4wonline.com as well. Probably about uh, who knows when, but it'll be tonight. And that's it, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.